good. Nothing but net. Uh, this was probably longly anticipated. I yeah, guess. for real. Five weeks. Yeah. Five weeks. We were working on this for a while, and then uh, pretty excited. So you want to just head on to it? Yeah, let's go head first. Head um, first. All right. The first thing that I think everyone's want to talk about is the Yankee game last night. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't know the whole thing just didn't feel right to me since like the top and like even like when Devers got walked like Cole just he just didn't look himself and then uh, Bogarts at the home run and just like I think when we're paying a guy 324 for nine years that's just not the type of games he needs to pitch at all yeah um, like they're just paying him a lot of money to win these take all games and that's the second time that he's pitched it and the second time he's kind of played shitty and then from there I think that it was just like they were working behind from Boston Boston always had the upper hand and then even in the sixth when like Stan hits it off the wall judges on first and like everyone knows in Fenway if it hits off the green monster you can't get home from first like it's just too small of a ballpark and we send him home some for some reason, and he gets called out, of course, by like a mile. And I think that was a huge devastation too, because that just changed the momentum. Even if we didn't have much, but it ruined anything we had. So uh, I think everyone's asking ourselves like, where are we going from here? And it's just it's going to be, I think, an interesting next couple months for the Yankees. Hundred percent. I just 100%. don't think they have they don't have a direction right now. I think they have like a couple of great players like Stanton and Judge and. You know, even Cole, if you want to say that, and um, DJ LeMay is good. But outside of that, I think there's a lot of question marks and a lot of fingers to point at for last night. And it's just going to be interesting to see how Aaron Boone and everyone else and Cashman take this. But um, in other news, on to the other sport, football, great week four. A lot of, lot of fun games. And start off with uh, the Thursday night game. Cincinnati versus Jacksonville and like I think this is not a bad game for either team you know Trevor Lawrence who's the number one pick played horrible for the first three weeks <laughs> he at least had something I mean like 204 yards no touchdowns isn't like top notch but just the throws he was making was just a little bit better um, he was making better decisions he was using his legs a lot more so I think like if you're Jacksonville, you lost 19 straight games in a row, which is, like, pretty historically bad. Yeah, that's pretty rough. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, so um, it's just, like, a step in the right direction, I guess. I'm not too happy about the uh, whole Urban Meyer thing. Do you hear about that? Yeah, I, I heard about that. That was rough. You know, I didn't I didn't watch many of the games, but I was looking, I was looking into it, and I heard about that, and, you know, some people, bro, some people are just in the wrong all the time. Yeah. You know? I think that he, like, he lied to his team saying he was going to visit his grandkids, and then you kind of, like, see that video, and then you also lose on on Thursday night, and it's just not – it just hurts to look at that. And in your fourth week as a head coach, your owner's already saying you need to earn back trust, and you're, like, this decorated college coach who's – you know, an unbelievable job at Florida with Tim Tebow and that whole era, and then you go to Ohio State, does a great, great job there. So I think that this the start of his NFL career so far 
hasn't been one to uh, write in the books, but... Yeah, you know, you gotta make, you know, if he's, you know, starting out, especially something as big as the NFL, you know, you gotta be, like, on game and, like, all the time, you know, you gotta set a good example, especially for, you know, the whole team and everyone around you, and that's just, like, you know, in any case, that would be bad, and especially in this one, you know, that's... Anytime you're making national news like that for something like that, and you're in a position where you need to mentor guys and try to, like, lead them down a path that you're trying to, like, build character and success, and just, it's the opposite way that the Jacksonville Jaguars should be going, but, um, yeah, enough of that. Now into the next game, Dallas and Carolina, and Dallas looks really good. Listen, like, I will never come out here and tell you that Dallas looks good because I hate the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> so much. Yeah. But, um, Dak Prescott looks great from comeback from injury. He actually, like, he, like, tore oh, his, his ankle. Like, he, like, really wow. horrible Oof. last year. Horrible oh, my injury. God. He had to get carted off. He was out for the year. Like, almost like one of those injuries where, like, he comes down and everyone, like, looks at it right away and they're like, yeah, he's not coming. Yeah. Like, it was really sad to look at. But, I mean, he has one, uh, 130 QB rating, and wow. he's just four touchdowns, 188 yards, which I don't think is, like, the worst thing in the world because he only threw it 22 times. Um, and on the other side, Sam Donald, old Jets quarterback, he's looking unbelievable. Um, he looks like one of the best running QBs in the league, which um, it just, like, I think that's the most crazy thing in the world. He has, like, five or six this year which is just crazy to me. But, um, no, Dallas looks really good. Their defense doesn't look bad. Um, I know they just got rid of Jalen Smith, but he wasn't having the best year anyway. And they got, like, Keanu Neal and Micah Parsons to fill in. So I think it's interesting to see that Dallas is actually succeeding. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to give them the credit too much because I know they do mm-hmm. this a lot, and then they come out. A couple, couple weeks later, we'll talk about how bad they're doing. We'll see. We'll so, see. Yeah. Um, and DJ Moore, just want to give him a shout-out. He's on my fantasy team. 113, two touchdowns. That's that's a great fantasy performance, and that actually won me this week, so thank <laughs> you, DJ Moore. Um, you want to talk about the next game? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, after that one, we got the Colts and the Dolphins. Um, you know, the Colts passing was pretty good. We had the... 228 yards with the Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, yeah. Carson, yeah, my he, bad. He played in uh, Philly, and I, like, listen, I think he's, he's like, an injury-prone quarterback. He's mm-hmm. been his entire career. Um, but he was an MVP candidate, or MVP front-runner, you want to say, in 2017, 2018 year, the year that they won. Nick Foles came in the playoffs. That was his best year by far. Um... And I think it's just, like, a weird fit right now in Indianapolis. They don't really have a direction. They're one and three. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jonathan Taylor, 103 yards and touchdown. Great performance. Outside of that, though, they got, like, Keen Hines. I know he got injured and then Marlon Mack. But I think their rushing outside Jonathan Taylor this year hasn't really mm-hmm. been anything to brag about, which I thought coming into the season that they'd be, like, a triple – three had a monster of like these three guys all able to run the ball yeah all able to run the ball really well uh-huh. and it's just this year it just hasn't really seemed like that and the defense hasn't really seemed too active 
So yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of the worst things, you know, when you ex when you expect expect something great, and you know, you feel like it's gonna be something really powerful. Just yeah, it's just, yeah it just doesn't doesn't it, work in it's play. It's not the end of the year yet. I mean, we're only in the quarter lane, so I think they'll be able to turn it around. But mm -hmm. hopefully, yeah, this is also something hopefully. crazy. So on November seventeenth, have you heard of Hard Knocks? Uh, Hard mm. Knocks is like for the first like whatever the length of the preseason. I think it was like three weeks, some years, four weeks, other years. They do like almost a documentary, and they just have camera crews follow uh -huh. around like the whole facility. Uh -huh. They're out at every practice. They interview guys. They create like storylines through the thing. It's a cool thing, but it's like yeah. for preseason. They like follow the cuts because there's like. 80 yeah. guys on an NFL roster and they cut it down to 53 so like 30 yeah. guys get cut so it's like cool to see like guys yeah you can make that into some spots. like and the first time ever the Colts are doing an in-season one on their like road to the playoffs wow really yeah which I think is not a good idea personally <laughs> have you been following it it, it starts on November 17th oh or okay or 14th whatever sometime in the mid November but I don't know if it's the best idea because like I think when you're in the season, you're kind of just like trying to zero in. You're trying to create a like community, like uh -huh. a brotherhood, and trying to like become a family, and bringing all this like camera crew and unneeded attention. I know you're gonna yeah. get media. You're the NFL. Obviously, you're gonna get media every day. But there's difference between like media and there's difference between like again a whole camera crew and documentary coming to like basically follow you throughout the rest of the season. And at a time where you need to zero in and kind of like win games and that's really it. So I don't know if this is the best thing for them, but I mean, it'll probably be interesting on the screen. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be, be cool to watch, but uh, I don't know. I'm talking specifically like as a Colts like, yeah, the, fan or whatever. I'm not a Colts fan, but I'm just yeah. saying that I just don't think it's the greatest idea. Yeah, there's a lasting effect on the team and how they perform and how they play. You know th that might not be the best idea, you know, because you know especially you could have like a tough like cor first quarter of the season. Especially, yeah, you know, uh, stuff like that. Reality TV and TV shows like that will mess people up mm. who aren't, you know, in an NFL season. Yeah, exactly. There's you know, so, many so other stressors that go into it outside just like being an NFL player. It's the whole pressure around it, and then trying to like having this pressure to perform like on the camera Especially, yeah like exactly exactly it just creates a whole another pressure because now you're like a star in a tv show and you're the middle linebacker yeah you know right what I mean? or the quarterback no less because you know carson once is going to be followed around so yeah i just think this is like crazy but it's also 2021 so you can't really say <laughs> that this is out of the ordinary uh-huh but um the next game of the week that we'll talk about is the Kansas City Chiefs, and you know this is the first game of the season. I think they looked like the Kansas City Chiefs. Everyone knows. Uh huh. Exactly. Holmes, 40 exactly. Points, five TDs. Tyree Kill. What? Get stupid stat line. One eighty-six and three touchdowns. That's just like ridiculous. And he had twelve targets and he caught eleven of them. So like I, I mean like even Travis Kelsey he's just like the best tight end in the league and he only caught four passes for twenty three mm -hmm. yards like that's insane to me that like one guy just killed Philadelphia <laughs> and they just had no way to respond I mean like Devonte Smith had a good game um, for Philly and Jalen Hurts kind of he's like looking a little bit of a question mark but mm -hmm. I mean it's his first full year as a starter so I'm definitely on you know. Too hard. It's definitely yeah. a learning process. Like I can't say 
anything about Jalen Hurts I can't say about like Trevor Lawrence because he played what like three games last year that's not like a full NFL experience so like I would consider him as like a rookie almost in terms of like he's learning how to like build the team from the start up Mm -hmm. and like try to like go through the entire NFL season which is detrimental on the body and the mind it's just like a long season so I think it's just something new for him and it's new for all these young quarterbacks, so it's something they'll keep an eye on. But I'm not going to give up on him through the first four weeks and like question yeah, if he's no. going to be the answer or not because too it's too early to tell almost. Yeah, you know, expecting expecting a lot of people when they're first starting, especially, is never the way to go because most most often than not, you're going to get yeah, you know it's, it's, slapped it's in the face. Stones and you know, the guys that don't do the stepping stones and skip to the top, those are like your Pat Mahomes, you know? Yeah. That's when yeah. you come out your second year and you win MVP. That's that's just not normal, and that's why we consider Pat Mahomes the best quarterback in the NFL. So I think people get upset when, like, just saying, like, Trevor Lawrence or Jalen Hurts, they have a bad game. You can't really get too hard on them because mm-hmm. this is what you paid for. This is what you signed up for. You signed exactly. up for a guy who's going to mess up five times and then – he's going to come out and then the other five times they're going to do great so mm-hmm. you don't really know but I think it's more about taking steps in the right direction just playing better every week and I think Jalen Hurts has looked good so I, I think there's really nothing wrong with him but um, in the next game Washington football team still crazy that they're called Washington football team and uh, Atlanta Falcons Taylor Heineke he, he started in his Playoff in the playoff game last year, he was like uh-huh. he went to the X. He was the backup QB in the XFL, which was like a league that probably was in like running for about three months and then got yeah like he like really just no future basically. And he was able to build his way back, start a playoff game last year against Tampa Bay, which ended up winning. Obviously, had an amazing game. And now he comes out, he was supposed to be the backup this year, now he's the starter because Fitzpatrick's hurt. And uh-huh. he throws 290 and three touchdowns with a 127 QB rating. And he was sacked once. So I think that's just unbelievable in itself. That Yeah, I, I love Heineke. I'm on the Heineke train right now. Washington looks good. He looks like he has a great relationship with McLaren, who I think if you're Washington, that's the key piece of your offense. He's Special. the best wide receiver on the team. Yeah. So I think that um, he's played well, and he's keeping McLaurin happy, and Gibson has done well on the ground. He had 63 yards and a touchdown. So I'm pretty happy with that. And Atlanta, I don't really know what to say about Atlanta, really. You know, Matt Ryan will throw for a good game, but they never seem to win. Mm-hmm. And even in this game, like, it was just kind of that feeling where, you know, they blow another lead, which is just fam- famous for the Atlanta Falcons to just blow leads and just choke in the end. And that's a franchise, like, I don't even think you can dive into it so much because <laughs> there's so much to pick and pick apart about every little thing on that team. Starting from, you know, the, the coach down. I mean, I know they got rid of Dan Quinn, but even the new guy, it's just like, I don't know if it's fitting. And it's just going to be interesting to see how they play out because they're an elite team that, like, one of the really only teams in the league right now that just don't have a direction. They don't have a good defense. They picked up a tight end, um, wide receiver combo, and Kyle Pitts for the fifth pick. But 
I think the biggest question mark is Matt Ryan himself because he's playing good, but they're not winning games. And so, like... Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you can have good players on a team, but unless, you know, like we were mentioning before, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, you know, you know, a team needs to be balanced, you know. Most most often than not, you're, you know, you're not going to have people who are just, like, crazy off the bat and just, like, winning games for the team. You know, you, it has to be, like, a team... A, 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 a team effort, you know. All right, so um, we're gonna speed through the rest of the Chicago. Of course, my favorite team. Uh, they beat Detroit. I think at, at, I kept on seeing things that they were gonna lose, like just like predictions and stuff. I didn't think they were gonna lose. They didn't lose, but you can't really come out here and talk too highly about Chicago because you know Matt Nagy is just. Uh, horrible, but I'll rip my eyes out if I talk about that because he just pisses me off on beyond belief. <laughs> he just the the way he's coaching this team right now, and he's not. I just don't think he's respecting any of the quarterbacks, to be honest with you, because he's trying to like he's trying to juggle like Dalton and Fields together, mm-hmm. and it's just messing up the whole dynamic of the team because like the quarterbacks like. I think that's the step down from the coach. Like that needs to be a solidified spot. You need a guy yeah. you can trust. And, you know, if you have injuries like tech, like Houston does with Davis Mills, that's one thing, you know. Then you're dealing with injuries, and a guy physically can't play. But I think you have two healthy quarterbacks, and one of them's, like, they're, I think they're the same skill level, and one of them's 21 years old or 22 coming out of college, rookie year, and the other one's a seasoned vet where he spent time as a backup last year, and you want to start him this year. It just really doesn't make sense to me. But uh, I think at some point, I think it'll kind of like maybe force itself that Fields will end up starting the longevity. Because at some point he is. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a working quarterback. So I think he'll end up starting at some point. I think it's just going to be a little ways down the road. Uh, next game, Houston blown out by Buffalo. Preseason hype. All true about Buffalo, i got to be honest. Josh Allen looks like an MVP candidate. Um, like, I can't say n- enough nice things about it. this receiving core. Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders coming over. He's looking great. He looks like one of Josh Allen's favorite targets. So I think Buffalo, serious, uh, serious Super Bowl candidate, along with the um, Atlanta, uh, Arizona Cardinals, sorry, who had an amazing game. They be they played the three and Rams. It was the only it was the wow. only it was the only three and three and matchup this week. And really? Yeah, and Arizona just came to play. Um, Kyler Murray easily looking like an MVP candidate so far. You know, this week I think we're starting to see some definitions and you know where some teams are going. And, yeah. And what some teams are having trouble a with. Statement and, week for a lot of teams. Exactly. Is, is exactly. Like, what, like Arizona, I think definitely made a statement this week about uh, beating the Rams because I think before the game that was what everyone wants to talk about how the Rams defense is unbelievable and how this and how that Matt Stafford and Sean McVay so I think it was a big game for them and I think the last game we were covered was probably the most anticipated game maybe of the season and Tom Brady returning to uh, New England last night or Sunday night 
Yeah, you know, I feel like a lot of people have been waiting for that. And like I said, statement week, especially. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think we're going to see a lot going forward from that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it was an interesting impact. Yeah, impact it game. was just a whole weird thing to watch. But uh, Matt Jones played good. I think, like, when you're they, – they had negative one rushing yards. Like, there's absolutely no running game at all. So, I think it was cool to see Mac Jones kind of being able to throw the ball at a high, like, rate. But, um, you know, he didn't he didn't play out of this world. He threw two touchdowns. But uh, he didn't throw that for that many yards. But it was just more about, like, having – he was a rookie and mm -hmm. the team needed him. And it was on, like, the biggest stage. And he played well. So, I think – I think that puts the statement again talking about definitions this week probably the best qb in the rookie draft class so far definitely the first four weeks just probably the most um impressive in terms of just being able to run an NFL offense and i think the last thing we'll cover which was i think all new yorkers probably the best thing mm -hmm. was that the jets and the giants picked up weeks uh wins <laughs> this week which both of them were in crazy fashion both of them went to overtime and the Jets beat a Titans team that was, you know, shorthanded. They didn't have their wide, mm -hmm. two best wide receivers. But Derrick Henry still ran for, like, 165 or something like that. And he come in, and the Jets just played good football. Zach Wilson seemed like, again, we're talking about step in the right direction. That's a guy, I don't think he took as big of a step as other quarterbacks, but he definitely took a step in the right direction. Uh -huh, definitely. Just being mm -hmm. able to just loft balls, and that's what he came into the league known for. It was like that Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, being able to place deep balls, and he seemed like he was starting to get a grip a bit in the NFL setting, so I was really happy with that. And the Giants, Daniel Jones is having, he threw for 400 yards. Um, he's looking like, I, I, I don't know why Giants fans get on him every single week because he's honestly taken the biggest step forward he has in his career. His turnover rate's down. He's throwing good. He's always been good with his legs, and he's just using them good. So nothing really bad to say about the Giants, honestly. And the Giants' defense, you know, needs work. But you beat a good Saints team this week. So coming mm -hmm. off of that, it's going to be cool yeah. to see what they do next week and how they work from that. Because Joe Judge is, like, one of his first wins. I don't think it's, it is his first win, obviously, because – he coached last year, but this is definitely a big win for him because he was on the hot seat, and if they kept on losing, I think that would have been his job. But uh, I think he kind of saved a couple weeks to kind of build, or maybe even the rest of the season, kind of mm. just build and see what he can do. And what we'll see at the end of the season, how his coaching job fluctuates throughout the season. But right now, it's a step in the right direction for both New York teams, which is more you can say that since like maybe last year or even farther back um, but yeah and that, I think that's really it for the football um, basketball and hockey kind of preseason in both uh, the NHL starts next week basketball starts in a couple weeks the Knicks won last night they looked good so I think that was really it um, it's been a great first podcast I gotta say yeah. a lot of fun so far yeah. Um, but yeah I think we're gonna end up I think every Wednesday is going to be our day that we're going to that shoot. Sounds, that sounds great to me. So, yeah, um, <laughs> come back next Wednesday, and uh, we're excited. All right, peace.